0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another session here at the Kickpot Dojo. I am your host, TJ Williams, giving you the insider of my martial arts journey, analyzing and discussing martial arts-based subjects, and also highlighting martial artists of different styles, past, present, and future all around the world. All right. So, of course, we're approaching the Christmas holiday. Of course, we got roughly two to three weeks left of 2021. And we're going to get a good good start off of 2022. I know a lot of people are excited, but less. I mean, of course, we got to get through Christmas first. All right. So uh, today um, I got a guest from Bill Billington, uh, Brumington. Um, and I'm all I'm over the place. okay let me start this game i got a guest um from bloomington illinois he's a martial artist trickster uh stunt performer and also he has a youtube channel one light action may i introduce to you uh jacob singletory all right so how we doing jake all right how's
1: it going guys uh yeah, I've been, uh, I've been doing martial arts for about, uh, 12 years,
0: um, I'm a, a friend of, uh, your host here. <laughs> yeah, definitely, so, Kevin, catch a lot of your, um, post on, um, Instagram, yeah, I see you like to do a lot of tricking. Yeah, yeah, I've, uh, I've been doing tricking for, um, almost as long as I've been doing martial arts, um. I mean, back then it was called extreme martial arts, so it's a little different back then. Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of that. When, of course, other than movies, I see like um, when I go to competitions, I see a lot of them um, doing um open forms. So, which are wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, here's the first question for you: How would you best describe yourself before martial arts ever enter your life? I mean. Do you see yourself was were, were shy, or you were confident, or should I say athletic? Oh,
1: uh, yeah, I, I was definitely um, shy, and um, I was I was an angry kid. Uh, I was uh, was always upset um, about something, and then um, talked to my parents into getting me into. That. What, what I thought was Kung Fu at the time Because I didn't know the difference It was actually Taekwondo And um, I uh, started getting into that And that changed me completely I uh, I gained confidence And I wasn't so angry at the world all the time So It, it was a great great decision to get into that
0: Yeah I kind of felt the same way When um, I was always that angry person And you know I I always wanted to start do martial arts. You know, I always was watching movies and really imagine myself being a martial artist. And then, of course, I get that one day I had the opportunity to actually um, do my first class. And, of course, I should say, like martial arts with you, um, martial arts kind of got me out of anger. You know, that made, put more confidence in me than any other um, thing that I ever did. So that's real great that you started martial arts and... Pretty much, much suppressed your anger So I would say Yeah I think that's, uh, that's
1: the deal for a lot of people It's just uh, That feeling of being just Depressed or lost
0: And then They pick up a martial art And then they're just, their life just completely changes mm, Awesome Alright So can you describe your first lesson? Like if you if you just started martial arts and um, of course this is your first time doing martial arts, describe how your first lesson was, if you have a memory of it. Um,
1: I remember I was, uh, I think I was nine or ten years old, um, and my grandma actually took me out. It was my birthday, and she wanted to go help me pick a pick a school because uh, she had agreed to help pay for my classes. Um, so we kind of just drove around my town, which is just full of tons of different styles of martial arts everywhere. Um, and I found a lot of mixed martial arts type schools. And as a kid, watching kung fu movies, I uh, wasn't really into that whole thing community of it, so I kind of, I found that Taekwondo school, and I was like, yes, this is, this is definitely what I'm looking for, um, and I tried it out, I was just wearing cargo pants, and, um, probably ripped my pants that day, I'm pretty sure, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I felt great, throwing kicks all over the place,
0: and just having a blast. All I- right. So with Taekwondo, I know that's like almost 90% kicking. So does that also involve like self-defense pretty much or pretty much the kicking that you learn is the self-defense you only are taught to defend yourself. Yeah. um, There's kind of a misconception about uh, Taekwondo. A lot of people think it's just a sport when really it's, he was created for self-defense and um, and
1: war, basically. Hmm. So, and my instructor, um, he came from Korea, so he was very old-fashioned. Uh, he really didn't sport at all. So, it, w- it was mostly just, like, self-defense and, like, realistic-type martial arts.
0: Yeah, Definitely. I mean, I know what most martial arts styles, I mean, they also focus on forms. Of course, does Taekwondo have forms? Oh, yeah. There, there are a lot of
1: forms in Taekwondo. Um, my instructor likes them a lot. Yeah. He, uh, he, th- he, he considers it very important that we work our memory and um, our body positions when we're children.
0: So we do forms quite a lot. Yeah, definitely. No, no. I always tell my students, you know, other, other other than teaching them like what we do today, how we fight today. I mean, I want to like take them years ago. It's like this is how things were years ago. This is how they developed their muscles, and this is what gives you the the skill to do what we do today with um self defense or basically fighting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so. Uh, what would you say your favorite moment is in martial arts favorite moment um,
1: I, I did have the, um awesome opportunity and experience to, to meet Bill Wallace recently uh, Superfoot
0: yeah I heard of him yeah um, Yeah. So, uh, I I just met him like probably a month ago. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I haven't mer- I haven't met him yet, but um, I heard like uh, highly. I heard my student, or should I say, my instructor, or talk highly about him. You know, he also talked highly about um, like other than other people too. So definitely, I mean, eventually, I'll probably run into him. <laughs> yeah, he should
1: definitely try to. See if you
0: can get to meet soon. Yeah. I mean... Alright. Of course, you're, you're a second degree in um, Taekwondo, right? I have a third degree, right? Oh, third degree. Uh-huh. Yep. Alright. Um, so, I've had that for uh, a while. In um, Taekwondo, uh, a fourth degree black belt is considered the master level. Or at least um, in... WTF style, um, so I've been kind of putting that off for a little while until I feel like I've earned that. Yeah, um, but
1: uh, that could be something in in the near future, hopefully.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, definitely when you have the you know you want to get up to that master rank, you know you, of course you have to stop for a while just to get yourself situated. So definitely but, that's that's definitely a, a goal for almost everybody that wants to get to the higher rank. I know that's my goal too. I'm basically a year and a half away from testing for my master rank. So I'm really preparing oh, for that. Right. Yeah. All right. So can you describe your first black belt test? Um I remember
1: make those significantly more difficult Um, he wants to make sure that he's not just handing out black belts to anybody who's been there a while yeah Fun, Um, and then I had to do another test because there's two for each black belt test at the school. Oh, Um, and the second test was pretty similar. Just it was a little bit longer, I think.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I know. With um, of course my style, I mean, things are of course are changed or add on to the uh, previous tests. I know for um, the first two black belt tests, you know. I um, Of course, I passed my pre-test and the actual test, but for my third and my fourth, I, pa- I failed my pre I mean, of course, I've, I I could have said I could have had the endurance to do the test, but, you know, I was like almost wiped out for a third test. I feel like I was going to pass out, but for like, I, yeah, it's like really it's mostly endurance. for, for my, And of course, when you talk about you're sparring two people at a time, oh, man, that was a that was a challenge. Nothing. Yeah,
1: it's it's constant movement. It really wears you out.
0: Yeah, it's like we tell like our students. But, yeah, to, uh, when we're sparring, don't go too hard, so you got that endurance. Yeah, uh,
1: you can't make it too easy.
0: Yeah, so that's that's the whole concept of being a black belt. You I mean you have to really give all the energy that you have to, or should I say, everything that you have that you can't hold back, to be able to be a black belt. Yeah, alright so you've been to a lot of competitions or like main main one you have been to um I typically compete in the Midwest Martial Arts uh, Federation
1: uh tournaments um they they take place mostly all over Illinois um they are they're technically Sonda tournaments mm-hmm. um Sanda is like a type of uh, Chinese sparring um, oh. because it's it's run by uh, Sifu Dimitri Daniels um, and he owns a kung fu school here in Illinois. Um, so he all the rules are based on sanda, um, but there's also forms and sometimes board breaking always weapons forms um we've had weapons sparring which was a lot of fun to watch uh with padded weapons um still looks like it hurts a lot I haven't done it yet yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah I've been doing that for a few years um they're they're difficult though it does take a lot of endurance like we were talking about a minute ago um matches going well um and they're continuous; they don't they don't stop until uh, the timer runs out or something gets knocked
0: out. Yeah, I think yeah. I've used, I've been to a couple of tournaments. Like well, the one tournament, of course, it's like near, like right where I live. i um, Smack Internationals. So I don't know if you heard of that, but of course that's that. And there's um, Kumite Classics in um, Monroeville, um, Pennsylvania. I've been to a couple of that. They had like the same. Almost the same type of competitions: continuous sparring, point sparring. Of course, they have um, different divisions, like the ones you said that um, are mostly Chinese. Um, performing. That's pretty much the uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love uh, I love the of uh, traditional martial arts competitions. They um, they always, always want to have like different types of competitions
1: so like if you don't want to fight anybody you can always go and do forums or if you hate forms you can go there and uh, just do your weapons or just or whatever you want to do so I love the, the variety and the choices you have
0: there yeah awesome hey say so what type of weapon do you like working with
1: um I'm not traditionally trained in any type of weapon um I have trained both on my own a little bit, just for performance. Um, and then, uh,
2: not too long ago, I did get the chance to train with uh, Suku Daniel Bessina, uh, mm. the original Scorpion. Uh, learned a little bit of rope dart from him. Not enough to really say that I'm uh, skilled at it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just enough to say I, I learned a little.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. um, Yeah, definitely Other than
1: that, I didn't practice weapons a whole lot uh, I guess you could count archery uh, I, do, I do a lot of that
0: Oh, archery Yeah, I think I've seen that on your profile That you do archery Yeah Yeah, yeah I'm a big fan of uh, Green Arrow Yeah, yeah Big <laughs> uh, yeah. decent fan Yeah yeah, I tried doing that in camp, um working with an arrow, but that's like tarred, like the how you have to pull the string and then try to get the bullseye. I I, I was terrible at archery.
1: It's it's a little bit um daunting at first. It's uh you don't realize how
0: Yeah. I tell you, like, really, like, the one weapon that I'm, like, learning, I mean, of course, I started training with it, like, before I uh, started competing with it, it was a Tafas. Because, you know, I always like those um, weapons. Like, they kind of remind me of the, like, police batons. You know, I always wanted to actually work with those weapons. At least, um, of course, I kind of think of myself as a big boss man. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would love to train with those.
1: Well, I've never had the chance to.
0: Yeah, it was funny thing that uh, I yet,
1: uh, I don't know many.
0: yeah. So funny thing on my um uh, my master instructor, he had like actually had real pr pr twenty fours before he moved to a new place, and he actually gave them to me to train with. And like compared to the tafas that I bought to really p- compete with, those pr twenty fours are like heavy. It's like I it's great that I can use them to build my muscle for the um for tafas, but yeah
1: yeah yeah those heavy weapons are hard for uh demonstrations (laughs) yeah make you look slow oh yeah uh, in in real life they're a a lot better you want that stuff
0: to be heavy (laughs) definitely yeah it's just like a bow staff you know you get a heavy bow staff and then of course it, it trains you for like light bow staff right yeah yeah
1: you never see um the demonstration teams using a heavy bow staff for their demonstrations. It's always a, a super light. Sometimes the lights up. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It's hard to look good. Yeah, I saw like one of the black belts use a shovel for like a bow staff, kinda. Use a shovel? <laughs> yeah, a shovel. I was like, <laughs> I was trying to keep my distance because if you never know, if you let that go, I am not getting hit. Yeah.
1: Uh, I recently saw a man use a pitchfork for a uh, forms competition for weapons. That was pretty cool, actually. Uh, it definitely looked heavy. He was moving a little slow, but uh, yeah, it was cool.
0: And it's like I guess there's no rule of like what you use as a weapon for competition. I mean, some people are like picky about it, but I mean, if if you if they allow it, then like go with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I doubt they would let me use uh, a bow. Some arrows. well oh. Because I probably destroyed some stuff, but,
0: uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, unless you were training for Hunger Games, then, of course, they don't have much choice. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's get to your, um, your involvement with stunt school. So, wh- where'd you have to go for that?
1: Um, so, the stunt school was... It, it, I found out about that like a long time ago, several years ago, um, and I knew I wanted to do it something, but I it was expensive and I never really had the money to, um, so, because I wanted to be a stunt performer since I was like, don't you know, a little kid, um, but I never really knew how to get my foot in the door because there's no there's no direct path there's there's no resources anywhere yep. um so i uh i was 22 just turned 22 and i was annoyed by the fact that i hadn't really been making a lot of progress to get into the the stunt field uh so I used, um, a big chunk of the money that I earned from, a, uh, an army deployment, uh, an overseas deployment. And I spent that on going to the stunt school. Um, so, and then I went to Seattle. Uh, I met a lot of really great people. Um, I'm still friends with them. We talk all the time. Um, and it was, I think it was the right decision. It, it was costly, but, um. It, it definitely got my foot in the door, and uh, um, I don't know how I would have made it into this career field without it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was like, like the only um, other stunt, um only way you learn stunts is um, pro wrestling. I mean, the only thing you would do is just um, yeah. get slammed around, and, uh, and of course you take bumps. <laughs> I mean, of course, I've done that. I mean, I've been doing it for eight years. And, of course, um, I say that's the best way to do stunts. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you definitely want to have padding and mats. And you, you get old quick when you're hitting the ground.
0: Oh, yeah, tell me about it. I can already feel it on my knees. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what other um, activities you do outside of karate or outside of martial arts? Um we were talking about um,
1: archery earlier. Yeah. Um, I got into that recently and spent a lot of time with that. Um, I'm heavily inspired by Green Arrow. Um, So, since uh, pretty recently, I've been running a campaign to to play the next Green Arrow. Ooh, Um, yeah. I figure I, I I can combine my uh, martial arts and my archery and my uh, and my stunt skills. It's it was kind of a no brainer. It's like if I can if I can get enough people to support me, then uh, I'm just gonna go for it.
0: Yeah, definitely, I'm put my name in it. I mean, I'd definitely that'd be good. <laughs> you'd be a, you know, the next Green Arrow. I mean, you'd be the character and the stunt man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate your support. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I used to do a lot do some tricking, but you know, I kind of gave up on that and of course, I can't do it as much, but I But it was always good to flip around. Yeah. It's always good it, to flip it around. Mhm. Yeah. It was it's fun, around. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, between like stunts and tricking and uh gymnastics for you <laughs> yeah uh, but at least it's you're, it's good that you actually have the opportunity I mean if that's like a that was a goal that you accomplished I mean you at least you feel good about that yeah uh, I would have hated myself if I didn't push myself to
1: to chase my uh, goals and chase the dreams that I had when I was a little kid to be in movies and be like Bruce Lee and jackie chan and scott
0: adkins oh yeah definitely good some good people you know definitely it'd be surprised that you would probably meet jackie chan if it if that was a possibility yeah that'd be awesome all right right, so then this is probably like the last question before we get to our um next segment which is the hidden dojo that's what i call so this here's the last question before we get to that uh if there was any other style you plan on trying out, which one would you try out? Oh,
1: I, I definitely wanna try out um, capoeira soon.
0: Oh, capoeira! Oh, yeah.
1: It looks like a whole lot of fun. Um, I I kind of did a little bit like when I was a kid, just copying it off of YouTube, as as everyone does at some point. <laughs>
0: yeah. From a, pro- from a professional instead of just copying it off YouTube. Yeah, I mean, when I think of Capoeira, I think that movie, Only the Strong. Yeah. Yeah, I think of uh, Lateef Ryder. Oh. And um,
1: Undisputed and um,
0: Tekken. Yeah, Tekken, Eddie Gorno. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy playing um, uh, Eddie Gorno. It's like. If, uh, of course, if you know that one combo that he does, I mean, I guess you become unbeatable. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, I had to remain the main
1: wrong, cause, uh, how wrong because like
0: though. Yeah, how wrong? Yeah. Hey, so of course, this is um, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is our um last part of the the podcast, uh, the the hidden dojo, so. Here's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to ask a series of questions, and you're going to answer them to the best of your ab- ability. So, you ready for this? All right. All right, so the first question would be, the best advice that you've ever gotten, and who said it? Um, the best advice I've gotten uh, that I can think of is probably from a performer named Greg Poljashik. Um, and he told me to
1: be honest with myself, and basically what that means is um, I can't lie to myself and say that I'm capable of doing something that I'm not, because that's when mistakes are made, and that's when people get hurt, Uh, and if I get hurt, the show
0: can't go on, so
1: I need to be honest with myself, and
0: yeah definitely that's that's some good advice really like go as far as you can and then of course um if you need to take a breather i mean that's that's at your discretion yeah all all right brings me to the second question the worst advice you've ever gotten oh
1: (laughs) uh i can't hear the times that people have told me uh uh Put stunts on the back burner and go to college to be a, a lawyer or whatever. And, um, if if I had taken that advice, I I wouldn't be living the dream right now. Um, I wouldn't be out here meeting Daniel Pesina and uh, and all these great people that I've met recently. I would probably just be bored.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hmm. I mean, at least it gives you a chance to probably travel someday. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Next question is, I kind of call this the guilty pleasure. How would you reward yourself?
1: Uh, I'm a big uh, um, I I have a weakness for ice cream. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I have
0: a long day, I go for ice cream. Oh, definitely. That's, uh, of course, if you have worked hard enough and, you you just, you deserve this reward yourself. I mean, you don't have to always be on a diet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dieting too much
1: is uh, it, it drains you. Just trying to stay like healthy all the time, so it's good to
0: take a break. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, don't want to overdo it though.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Ice cream will be the death of me if I if I let it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. What famous movie would you want to be in? Like any type of movie. Um, well, well, we talked earlier about, um, being the next green arrow. Um, yeah. so this would be great to, to just be in a, a
1: DC movie. In the world, um, whether it be a green arrow movie or, a um, as a, as another character in a different movie. Um, uh, it really, any superhero movie, I would, I would love to be Marvel, or, you see,
0: or, um, uh, The Boys would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, call me crazy, but, um, I mean, I, those are good movies, but it'd be funny if I wanted to be the Lion King. Just being like a <laughs> lion or something. I mean, I'd probably be Mufasa. Hey. I mean... <laughs> Call me Yeah, definitely, I'm a sucker for Disney movies. I don't know why, but it's just, um, I grew up with a lot of Disney movies, especially with The Lion King. So that probably be a movie i like to be in. Yeah, my, my siblings watch a whole lot of Disney movies, so... Yeah. And, uh, I, I grew up on those a lot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, thank goodness for Disney Plus. Yeah. 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 All right. Hitting... T- or... Secret Talent
1: Secret Talent. Um I uh I took up writing, fiction writing for a little bit. Okay.
0: Definitely, I mean, you. if you decide to be a writer, of course, you may, like, distribute books. Like, a while back, I talked to um, another author, um, uh, Tori Eldridge. I mean, she just um, had, like, three books coming out, or she has a fourth one coming out in, um, next year. Uh, I had a good talk with her, and, of course, um, it's kind of getting me thinking of through being a writer myself, but, you know... This this depends you want to put the time in for writing, but it seems like if that's something that you want to do, then, I mean, that's something that you want to put in your back pocket.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, anybody can be a writer, but um, it it takes a little bit of dedication because right now I just don't have the patience to do
0: it. (laughs) Yeah. It takes so much uh, patience just to to focus for that long, to actually finish a project yeah, definitely. Alright. Alright. Dream celebrity encounter. Um,
1: I think, uh, Keanu Reeves,
0: yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah,
1: I think he'd be awesome
0: to Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking. Yeah, I, looked-
1: I just watched all the uh, the Matrix movies for the first
0: time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I missed out on those when I was a kid. So, oh well, definitely. Uh, I guess you're ready for the new one that's coming out. I think, think next week or think the before Christmas. I think that's when the next one comes out. Yeah, up. this month. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Oh yeah, yeah. I know it's probably not going to be the same as the other three, but you know it's real good to see Keanu Reeves return as Neo. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right, so here's the last one for the Hidden Dojo. uh where do you see yourself in 10 years?
1: Uh, 10 years. And hopefully I've decided on, uh, a, a place I want to live and actually stay. Uh, cause right now I'm kind of all over.
2: Um, what I really want to have is a dojo in my own house. <laughs> yeah. That's another one of those, uh, little fantasies I had as a kid
1: that, uh, I could probably still make it come true. just Having that uh, space in my own house, I don't have to go in yet, go out to work on stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely, be nice to actually have a like a, your own dojo. At least, in, like have just like some type of like dojo built in your backyard, and then you just do nothing but train. Right, yeah,
1: it's so hard, like, especially in uh, the colder states, like, um, it's hard to train outside because it's so cold and frosty,
0: and you don't want to go travel somewhere, it's expensive, mm-hmm. you rack up gym fees, yep, just having my own place would be awesome. Yeah, definitely, that'd be the dream, that'd be the 10-year goal right there. okay mm-hmm. All right. So we're kind of closing up on this um, podcast. So, uh, Jacob, do you have any last minute, um, words of wisdom for our listeners out there? Um, yeah. Um, if
1: you are, if you stayed in the, the stunt field or just improving your martial arts, um, the best way to do it, I would say is to just make friends. Um, That's something people take for granted. Just make friends with everybody you can. Because somebody knows somebody, right? Yeah. That's uh, that's how I met Superfoot. Uh, That's how I met Daniel Plasina. That's how I met Eric Jacobus recently. Um, Make friends and make sure they remember your name. And try to
0: remember theirs. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, all right so thank you very much for joining me today uh i hope everything goes well for you and of course i'll be keeping my eye on you because i uh, of course i got you on instagram and definitely yeah. so definitely don't give up on your hopes of your dreams all right so i'm gonna yeah. do so i'm gonna do a of... yeah all right so i'm definitely gonna do my closing for my show all right so for those who are just tuning in to my show, um, make sure you tune into my previous episodes on the BICBPRadio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And I'll see you next time for another episode here at the Kickpot Dojo. This is your host, TJ Williams, bowing you out.